0: Get, I want to get married. Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday and welcome to Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old. And something new. It's time to listen to your Your I I Do Do Crew. Hey crew, it's been a while. 2020 has been a pretty challenging year for those of us in the wedding industry. And it's been a pretty challenging year for those of us with kids. You know what, it's just been challenging. We can leave it at that. It's been kind of a crazy summer and I apologize for the extended radio silence. Due to ongoing concerns with COVID, we still don't have editing interns and Lindsay and I haven't been able to get together to record in the same place. And when you stack that to over 50 wedding ceremony reschedules plus an ever-changing childcare situation, well, I hope you can understand why we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Now, are you ready for the good news? Even during this publishing break, I've been interviewing the best pros from around the country. And as of October 1st, we have more than 20 episodes recorded, waiting to be edited and uploaded for your listening enjoyment. So thanks for sticking with us. It'll be worth it, I promise. So to kick off this new season, we've got a really fun interview for you today. Mike Cassidy is a boudoir photographer from New Jersey who is passionate both about photography and helping his clients remain invested in themselves. Mike has been doing boudoir photography for over 10 years and has photographed hundreds of women. I wasn't sure what to expect going into this one, but I knew that he was going to be an incredible resource and I wasn't wrong. Mike was funny, charming, and informative and he gave me a new depth of appreciation for what boudoir photography is and what it isn't as well as a great how-to for anyone shopping for a boudoir photographer. So we've, we've talked, we've, we've gotten to know all of our feelings about the current health situation, but that's <laughs> not what we're here to have you talk about. I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited to talk about this. I, I have talked to a few people very peripherally about boudoir photography, mm-hmm. but to have somebody who is a, just a professional who focuses on that, I, I just want to pick your brain apart about it. Sure, that's what we're here for. <laughs> Just two guys talking about
1: women's photography. We're we're ready to go here today. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. Oh, so that was that be one of my my first questions. So, you exclusively shoot women.
1: Yeah, that is all I do with this at this point, mm-hmm. and I don't have a great explanation why. Actually, in the summertime, I wound up doing a little bit of, of, of family beach photography. It's it's, but ninety nine percent of what I do is is just women's photography. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't tell you I ever set out to do that. I can't tell you I ever woke up one morning and say, boy, I'm just going to start photographing, uh, women. It's just somehow I raised my sails and the winds of the universe kind of blew (laughs) me in that direction. And it just grew from, from there. Like, honestly, there was no plan to, to kind of do that. It just really kind of evolved
0: in, in that, uh, in that direction. That makes total sense. I mean, I, I, what I found a lot of folks who are in the wedding industry, um, whatever function that might be, that's kind of what's happened to them. Very few mm-hmm. set out to be specialized in the way that they specialize. And so, so you 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 photograph mostly female boudoir photography with, as you said, your summer family portraits and whatnot. Do you have guy and and I love the term I heard it, doudoir. Do you have guys coming to you for Dudoar photos or is it just-
1: I personally have never done it. I have gotten maybe one or two inquiries that did not seem authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just people writing me strange notes um <laughs> <laughs> But no, I have never personally, I don't know if that's so much of a thing as it is like a media event, you know, like it may have happened here or there, and then it gets all this attention. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a thing that guys are regularly going out and and doing. So unfortunately, I can't get into detail on that topic with you too much of time. (laughs) That'll have to be for your next show.
0: That's fair. No, that's totally fair. Well, and I think that it, the ones that I have seen have generally been much more, um, Satire than yes serious right. and right exactly. <laughs> but the ones that you do are mm. are for brides, and so is it generally a much more a much more serious? I mean, do some of them have fun? I mean, what is what is it like working with them through that?
1: Well, it is a an interesting thing to um, discuss and mm-hmm. and and talk about it. Um, bridal boudoir is, is a growing thing. It's a big thing. And more and more year, every year I see more and more people coming in to, um, to do this. And I think the, um, the, really the, it's a great wedding gift. Um, it's very unique. It's, it's a beautiful thing to give your, your partner. It's a very personal, personal, um, type of gift. Mm -hmm. And it's just, really very fun uh for these women they're all very anxious at first Mm. but after they get in for a short time they realize that they're having a great time and they have at the time i can't get these women out you know they just want to stay at that point and do and do more and more and more uh um photos and it also um in this bridal universe you know like i said it's fun uh, these women come in, they get to take, it's like a little vacation. They get to take a few hours off of thinking about their their weddings and that bridal grind. It's a little bit of a, a break. It's a little bit of a me time type mm-hmm. of thing. And it, it's pampering because they're getting hair and makeup. It's, uh, you know, you have, they feel revitalized sort of after this um, um, session. But it definitely is a unique experience
0: for each woman that that comes in. Yeah, I can imagine. And, and like you said, it's the most personal, one of the most personal gifts you can give, Mm. um, because you're just, you know, creating this, this, this ambiance, you're creating this whole thing to give to your partner. And that's so cool. And, and I can just imagine as everyone's personality is so different, some, some are going to come into it, you know, giggling and making jokes. Some are going to be nervous. Um, Mm. do you ever have brides that come in they're just like, let's go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you're right and everybody it sees this as a a different thing there isn't one thing that's just boudoir everybody sort of has their idea of how far it goes or how far it doesn't go and the real thing about it is you have to be very adaptable and be aware of that and sort of operate within that client's riverbanks Mm -hmm. because you will get people from time to time and they'll be like I want to do something wild you know And one person's wild is very different from another person's yeah. <laughs> uh, wild. So it's very hard to operate on. And you have to be very acutely aware and really communicate with people to find out what they expect, what they want, and what they want to get out of these sessions. So yeah,
0: it's a little bit involved on that front. Oh, absolutely. And then you need to be so knowledgeable about being able to respond to their, to their right. personalities, their feelings, their requests, right. their, their wants. So you have to kind of know where the guidelines and limits are to to kind of mm. guide them towards something that's going to be much more appropriate for them and, and f- that they're going to feel good about. That's right. That's that's 100% right. And it involves a lot of talking.
1: Um, and even when women come in, like we were mentioning a little while ago, they're nervous and they may have one thing in the back of their mind, but up front, they're not going to admit that they want to do these things because they're still a little uneasy. They're a little mm-hmm. uncertain. And then sometimes, you know, they may be there for half an hour, 45 minutes before they finally start to relax. And they're like, by the way, can we do this, this and this too? You know, and then so it, it's uh, it's a, it's definitely a process. It definitely. um Involves a lot of communication and interaction with these people. You have to be very genuine, accepting of all these customers that come in and very empathetic about what they're looking to do and uh, it's It's a little bit more complex I think than it seems to be on the
0: surface oh absolutely absolutely i can I can imagine and, and just like you said one person saying one thing and another person saying the exact same thing means something completely different night and day. I I get that with couples that come to me they say, we want a short, simple ceremony, which means, Mm -hmm. you know, one thing to somebody who was raised Catholic, than it does somebody who was raised not Catholic. That's right. That's exactly right. Short and sweet is 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh, that's so, that's so awesome. And so you've got to bring your experience, your knowledge to bear. So when you first started doing boudoir, I mean, what was that learning curve like? It's difficult. Um, I think dealing with this type of a
1: genre of photography, probably, I don't I hate to say the most difficult, but it's very difficult. Uh, it takes a long time to learn. And not only in like the test, technical aspects of it is learning your gear and, and, and taking photographs, like I said, but there is this whole human aspect of it as well. So you need to be great with people, um, great with your your work, boudoir, is in its definition a very simple form of photography so there isn't a lot of gear involved Um, basically sometimes it's just me and my camera we're using natural light you know all that gear kind of gets in the way that's not really what this is about is lights and flashy things and and so forth Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we'll get into this a little bit down, down the road but a lot of women get caught in this going into sessions that are advertised as boudoir photography, which aren't boudoir photography. So yeah, it's a difficult thing to learn, difficult thing to master. It takes years and years to do. You have to have a certain type of, of personality. Um, and so it is not, everybody can do this. A lot of people, I would, I always sort of liken it to when, um, Someone wakes up and, and decides they want to become a like a professional golfer. You now I want to be a professional golfer, and they wake up in the morning. You can run down to your local sporting goods store, and you go in and the salesperson and I want the same golf clubs as Tiger Woods uses. You know, <laughs> so you spend three thousand dollars on a on a set of golf clubs doesn't mean you're a pro golfer. Doesn't mean you can play like Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know. So th- the danger with Photography is is that a lot of people wake up, they decide for whatever reason they want to be women's photographers, they want to make women beautiful. So they head to Amazon, they buy a super expensive camera and they go on their favorite website, Wix or Squarespace, and they buy a website and they label themselves pros. And there couldn't be anything further from um the truth. There's a long path that you need to sort of learn and go through and how to pose and and work with women i think before you can start advertising yourself as like a a professional boudoir photographer
0: yeah absolutely i mean i see the professional photographers that i know and that i work with and my god they can take an amazing photo with a disposable camera there's Mm. the the equipment like i love your analogy about the golf clubs that Mm. makes perfect sense and to be able to to work and there's so many different facets of it like you said it's not just the equipment. It's not just the working with people. It's working with the space. It's working with the lighting. And mm-hmm. I, I can't even begin. I can't take a good selfie. So, I mean, my skills are in different directions. So, hearing you talk about it, I just... It makes, it makes me want to watch you work, but I feel like that would make your clients uncomfortable. So I obviously wouldn't, but you have <laughs> to have such a great personality because that's such an intimate setting and such an intimate, yeah, just. It is. Moment. And I can't tell you why I'm able to do this. Um,
1: <laughs> you're, it's a thousand percent right. And, and I, I don't know what it is. And, and, um, And I've had, you know, I work with a lot of makeup artists and I work with, you know, others who have said, you know, to me like afterwards, like you have the perfect personality to do this. I understand why, you know, all these women come in and they have such a great time and how you I can see how they're so nervous and you're just this calming force. You need to have this just certain personality um, because face it. Uh, you know, these women come in, like I said, they're taking their clothes off for a man or a woman they don't know. It's not something that, that these women do every single day. right? Uh, so there has to be this sort of overall like sense of calm and trust there that mm-hmm. it, it's just part. And again, we'll, we'll go back to uh, uh, talking about golf. I mean, you can go to the to the range and, and, and hit, uh, you know, golf balls all day long. But a certain part of that is practice. But there's also that talent that Mm you are just born with that ability, you know, and, and marrying that together with maybe what you were meant to do is a little bit sometimes luck of finding yourself, you know, in in the place that you you need to be. So, uh, a lot of people get into, I think women's photography with the best of intentions, Mm -hmm. but they don't
0: necessarily possess all these elements to really bring it all together. Absolutely. uh, The innate sensitivity, the innate sense of all that. That makes sense. So, so when you're talking about that, that makes a really good point when someone's looking for a boudoir photographer. Right. It's very hard. <laughs> it's it's don't, hard. Don't thing. oversell it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it has to be, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. how do you make a choice like that? Atan? <sighs> how much time do we have today? You may have to
1: alert the affiliates. You're going to have to alert the affiliates. <laughs> we're, we're running long today. Okay. Columbus, we're running long. Tell them. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, I don't make it sound like super dramatic like that, but you know, when women are shopping and this is coming from a guy, you know, this guy's mm-hmm. a guy, what the heck does he know about doing photography? There's not a lot of male boudoir photographers and there aren't, there's a few of mm-hmm. us out there. That's yeah. a whole, another whole topic. Um, but you know, women when they're shopping and we'll get into a little bit about the shopping part, um, cause this is super important. So we're going to go over some tips today on how really to um find the right person from you for you and as i was saying it's Mm -hmm. it's on the surface it's not necessarily people think it's easy people shop very wrong and in in my experience people do not shop properly um Mm -hmm. you know they want this great album they want these amazing images but it's really not this easy and straight road from the beginning to end there's a lot of pitfalls it's a little bit of a mess out there when you're shopping for a photographer it's difficult for these clients there's confusing um you know packages and stuff that these boudoir photographers do but there's a couple simple rules here is that not all boudoir photographers are created equal Mm -hmm. that's very important for your listeners yeah and photography in general boudoir photography is not a price comparative industry okay um it's senseless to compare we'll get into this in a moment you know prices from one person to another because it's it just doesn't make a lot of sense. So there's a few rules. So hopefully we can give your listeners today a couple steps. And so if they're interested in going in and, and getting some some photos done here today for their wedding, that in the end, they can have a, a pleasurable experience. And that's what we want. We want people to go in, have fun, be safe, and really walk out with some some beautiful photos. Because really and honestly, and I get this feedback from my clients all the time, when you're coming in, and it's hard to relate to this for people who don't know about women's photography or boudoir photography it is so much more than just a photo mm-hmm. um, when these women walk out they walk out on air it is just hard to describe or hard to really you know for someone to get a grasp of this until they've been into this situation but these photos and this experience affects women's lives going into years and years afterwards i have women who i've bumped into or talked to i still look at my album you know 5 years later 8 years later and every time i open it up and look at those pictures I feel so wonderful. That was like such a great experience. I loved how I look. It makes me feel great about myself. So for those not in the know about this, mm. it, there's a lot more going on than just mm. just photos. So we want everyone to have a great experience going into this. Yeah, because it has to be so empowering for them, right? Yeah, it is. And that's one of those weird words, again, that means very different things to very, uh, mm. you know, to different people. Mm. I don't like to get too much into that. But yeah, it does give them a sense of, you know... Um, they feel great about themselves and, and they feel, you know, you want to make women feel beautiful. I don't like to get into too much of those like, uh, buzzwordy words, like empowerment. And that's one of these things that's so overplayed. And that's one of the dangers I think that we're to go, uh, into a little bit because boudoir people have tried to steal my precious boudoir photography over the past couple of years. Ah. Um, it's just a situation where, They have separated, and I don't know the the, the most succinct way to put this in that, you know, they try to take this empowerment part and make it more important than the photography part. Um, But the truth of the matter is you ain't getting any empowerment if you wind up with someone that's not doing a good job. Like I said, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to find a really solid photographer first. You know, it's like anything else, you're going to get what you pay for. So we'll get into that a little bit in a minute, but mm-hmm. be careful of this empowerment situation with the uh, people advertising that on their okay. on their website.
0: That makes sense. So it all kind of goes hand in hand. You can't take one, not the other. You have to get the whole package. That's right. Right. Awesome. So, so what's the first step if folks are looking to shop for a, a boudoir photographer? What's, I mean, well, it- Basics, if you're
1: going in and looking the first step is fairly obvious. And really what you want to do is right go to your local Google machine on your phone on your computer. And you know, you're going to know your geographic area, you're going to know how far you're going to want to travel around in your area. And it's really at the very beginning part. Um, starting to learn how to separate the wheat from the chaff, mm-hmm. you know, go into Google search for boudoir photographers near me or whatever it may be, come up with the list. And depending on where you are in the country, there may be five options. There could be 10 options. There could be 15 options, but the first thing you want to do is just get these names and kind of sort of start to make a list of the
0: people in your geographic area. And then we'll get into a little bit about how to eliminate these. Okay. So first, I mean, <laughs> it seems you're right. It is obvious. First is just get your resources, get your options. Right. Don't right. don't necessarily go with the first person that you find. No, 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 or the first person that pops up.
1: Like I said and, and this is where we're going to get to a little bit more
0: detail in here on how to shop effectively and find the right person for you. So just because someone's good at SEO doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to make you feel No, no, <laughs> yeah,
1: no, they they've somehow been the winner of that google al- algorithm and just because someone comes to the pop of the, the top of that uh search result doesn't mean necessarily they're the best choice mm-hmm. so got to okay. be a little bit more involved in that okay so then the next step is the next step is to learn how to spot a great photography and great work um and the first thing you want to do is and this is uh, women this is going to take a little bit of work but trust me it's it's, it's worth it and once you have your, your list of names and maybe you have your five or, or ten people in your area, um, jot them down and then go and take a look at the website because it all starts with the website. I mean, that is somebody's storefront. That's mm-hmm. their first impression. And does it look professional? <clears throat> does it look like they invested money in their website? Because here, appearance is everything. Um, how many people or how many times do I go on? And I'm out there. I'm always looking at people's work. And you'll see. I am a fine art boudoir photographer, and it looks like their website is just something that was made by a third grader, you know. (laughs) So you have to be more careful than, like I said, this is where this gets tricky. Uh, You have to be more vigilant than just watching, looking at somebody's wording and what they say, you Mm -hmm. know. So you can tell. If it looks like someone
0: spent a couple thousand bucks and had professional web people make their website, you know, that's a, that's a good start. And that makes so much sense. And, and I've talked about this before about if someone is doing mm-hmm. something professionally, then they're going to invest the money to right. present themselves professionally in, you know, in every facet. And so if, you know, you can't just look at someone's Facebook camera roll on their personal profile mm-hmm. and think that they're a pro. No. Yeah. You know, we're and, you know, it's like
1: walking in if you. you mm-hmm hear this buzz about some restaurant that's the best thing in the universe and you drive downtown with your wife and you go in and the the floor is dirty and there's dust coming on you know cobwebs on the ceilings and the 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 tables are all mismatched you know you're not going to be thinking this is this is a fine dining you know sort of uh, experience you're you know so despite what the what the message is um so that's the first part is to go in and and just look at the website again it sounds kind of boring but it's a really uh, important thing to do um and then obviously what, what women want to do is, is go and, and look at the photos. Mm-hmm. And here, you know, image quality is, is everything, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, me, I can look at a photo and in, in a quarter of a second, I know if this person knows what they're, what they're doing or mm-hmm. not, or they're, there's some kind of amateur. Um, and this isn't always obvious to people. Um, this is something that's very important to learn too, by looking at these photos and what you want to see is they're, different types of people in there is it all the same woman do they you know is there different sizes different ages are the person working with a variety of of, of customers in there um you know are these photos sort of professionally edited mm-hmm. uh they, do they look natural are they making the subject look beautiful more importantly um you know because there's a lot of misconception about what boudoir photography is yeah um And we'll get into that in a moment, because as I mentioned, a lot of times people are selling work as boudoir when it's not boudoir photography. And I run into this all the time where people have wound up in these situations, whether in somebody's basement taking photos, that's not boudoir Mm. uh, photography. You know, and after you've looked through these photos, you got to keep on digging, hit Mm -hmm. their Instagram account. You know, are there, again, a lot of varied images on there? Uh, Are they professional looking? um you know and just the more cute images that you can find the more professional images that they some boudoir photographers do this high key style very bright and airy others choose this darker style of very moody images so mm-hmm. you want bright and cute and all this person's images are dark and black and white and you know that may not be the uh, uh photographer uh for you mm-hmm. and um, what i'm going to hit on here is you know are you actually looking at boudoir photography. And and this is huge. As I mentioned a moment ago, there are many, many photographers out there that will list their services as boudoir when it's not boudoir photography. As its name implies, boudoir, and this is important, Mm -hmm. primarily takes place in a woman's bedroom or a bedroom setting. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Focus is about beauty. It's kind of an intimate look, maybe a little bit voyeuristic, But when you are looking at a boudoir photo, you know, the overall message is one of beauty, you know, and I don't want to get too veer off here on this, but you know, it's not about blatant sexuality and there is a difference there. And this again is something I can look at a photo and, and see, you know, but if your first reaction is, "Oh, she looks pretty or she looks cute in this picture picture, you know, you know, that's. That's more likely boudoir than, you know, if it's going down, you know, there's a fine line and and you have to learn a little bit about what, what boudoir is, but boudoir doesn't take place outside. Boudoir doesn't take place in like a dark photo studio. Like I said, you're not Mm -hmm. going down at somebody's basement. They're not putting up like backdrops and all these flashy lights, you know, that's not boudoir photography. Right. Um, And a lot of women, you know, boudoir has become this kind of like a generic term. Anytime people see photos of a woman in lingerie or underwear, they're automatically calling that boudoir. Mm. Um, And and the closest thing I can I can relate this to is that you know, if I dragged a woman out into my backyard and put her in a a bathing suit and, and took a photo of her in my backyard, it's not a beach photo. (laughs) <laughs> you know, just because she's wearing a bathing suit, it's not a beach photo. Right. If I took a woman in a bathing suit on a subway car, it's not a beach photo. Mm. You know, so lingerie is not the defining characteristic of boudoir photography, just like a bathing suit wouldn't be a defining characteristic of a, like a beach photo. There's more, there's the setting, there's the, the, the way that this all comes together. Mm-hmm. So that's very important for people to
0: know and to take a little bit of time to learn exactly what boudoir photography is. Right, that makes all the sense in the world. Like you said earlier, when you're talking about the skills that you need to bring to the table as a boudoir photographer, aren't right, just right. one single thing. The boudoir photography itself is not just one single thing. It's all of those together. Right, put together, exactly. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. The, and this, this is—you sent me these notes earlier, and I have to ask, what what is a cupcake queen? Uh, well,
1: this is, and this is something that again is this goes back maybe uh, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago, where I just happened to be reading, and I think it was on a blog mm. somewhere, and I don't remember exactly. And it was, it was like a someone took a screenshot of a woman's rant. I think it was from Facebook where this woman was ranting she's like why aren't you people coming to me i'm you know i was starting trying to start my boudoir photography business and nobody is supporting me and she was ranting and the whole part of this rant was that you know i I, she tried to have this cupcake business Mm -hmm. and her cupcake business veiled and like no one would buy her cupcake cupcakes so you people weren't supporting me she goes now i woke up and i decided i'm going to be a boudoir photographer so you people better come in and and now give me your money you know the, the 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 point being that um, it's it's difficult to learn boudoir, and so when you're looking at somebody's website, you know it takes a long time to learn how to do this. You don't want to find yourself in a situation where three weeks ago the man or woman that you have you chosen for your photographer was operating an at-home cup, cupcake business. And then suddenly they decided they wanted to change the world of beauty photography. And now they are a boudoir photographer. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. you gotta, you know, how long have they, and it's not always an indication too, of how long someone's been doing this, but you want someone who has been involved in this business for a while. You know, these people are well-intentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but y- you know, you, you can't go down that road and, and jump in with, with somebody who's just been doing this like two or three weeks, you have to uh,
0: stick with high quality experience pros, you know, mm-hmm. if you want your, your session done properly. And that makes all the sense in the world. And and you know, it, it is one of those things where you think about, well, you know, everyone starts somewhere, yes, right. comma, however, if mm-hmm. you're looking for that that great experience for that high quality end product result that you feel good about that you're gonna have to look back on for years, it's gonna be meaningful to you and your partner. You, mm-hmm yeah you don't want to go with the cupcake Queen,
1: <laughs> yeah, and you don't. And sadly, and, and I make you know we we laugh at this now, but the truth of the matter is, like I said earlier, it happens to a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, you know, where they get wrapped up with somebody who really doesn't know what they're doing. and it makes women get make very uncomfortable um because the first time you're you're with somebody and they really don't know how to work through these sessions and and the results are poor, people it they feel bad, you know, they, mm-hmm. they feel like they've been exposed somehow. Women have a horrible experience. So you have to yeah. you don't want to start with going with somebody definitely yeah. that, that has uh, not been doing this for a while. And there are and I think what happened was maybe six, seven years ago, there was this boom in women's photography. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, a lot of people woke up and decided that this was their thing and they wanted to jump in and, and they wanted to become um, boudoir photographers. And the one thing with photography, as we mentioned earlier, you know, there's this low barrier to entry. Uh, Anybody can go buy a camera, anybody can go on Wix and and get a website. And what happens is a lot of these people just do these and declare themselves pros Mm -hmm. and they don't have really a lot of experience. You know, and photography is one of those businesses where there's a low barrier to entry, but there's a real high barrier uh, to success. And these people are, again, are well-intentioned, but it's not the best route to go and you know, get one of these newbies and, uh, and, you know, especially for your wedding day, you know, this is kind of like a big thing. You don't want to invest that in somebody
0: who's just been doing this for four or five weeks. Exactly. That makes, that makes all the sense in the world. When you talk about how comfortable they need to be and how much of a negative experience it can be, if you don't have someone who knows what they're doing and like you said, not just the photos, but just with the whole setting the tone and working together and, and being collaborative and not exploitative. That's it's so, so, so right. crucial. Oh my gosh. So you're right. So we're avoiding the cupcake Queens. And so That's right. the next, the next big thing is that you're saying that price shouldn't be the only deciding factor in, in where you go next. Is that right? No. And people are bad shoppers, um,
1: <laughs> in general. Okay, and they've been trained this way, you know, they've been trained this way, since, you know, all their their whole lives, Mm -hmm. Um, people have been programmed to shop by price or the lowest price. And one example I always use is, you know, when you're in the grocery store, and you're walking down the ice cream aisle, what are you looking at 649 $549. 549, they're looking for the lowest price, and when they see that 250, that's the winner right you open the 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 freezer doors and you've won Mm -hmm. the ice cream aisle you grab that that container and what people often don't think about is actually what they're getting what's inside of that container and when you Mm -hmm. grab that that 250 it's smaller than the other boxes it's made with a bunch of hydrogenated oils and fillers and legally it's probably not even allowed to be called ice cream (laughs) on the table like dairy dessert you know and so what are you really getting? And is it really that much of a, of a bargain? Um, so shopping by price, as we mentioned a long, long time ago, photography is not a price comparative industry. Boudoir is not a price comparative industry. And as your wedding day, is one of the most important days of your life, are you really gonna leave that you know to the lowest bidder? And that's a real unfortunate situation that a lot of people fall into. You know, And good photographers are not gonna be cheap and cheap photographers are not really going to always be that great. Mm-hmm. You know, price is always a consideration. I mean, you know, everybody has a budget, but price is only one factor of the overall cost. You know, everybody wants great results. Um, and all I can say is, you know, you may be a fan of, you know, like John Mayer. You may love John Mayer songs, um, but you're not going to get the real John Mayer to show up at your wedding, you know, for 50 bucks, you know, but a <laughs> high school kid playing john mayer songs might you know so <laughs> you're gonna get what you what you you know what you pay for in in that extent and the way that you really have to approach shopping for boudoir photography is kind of like your wedding in itself or like an anniversary dinner it's an indulgence mm. you don't do this all the time and people want great results and you're, you're gonna have to pay for them you know if you're planning your anniversary dinner and you know you're thinking I'm going to go to Nobu. You know, it's not every day you're going to spend a hundred dollars, uh, you know, a plate to, to go out. But it's a special occasion. Mm-hmm. It's an experience. It's more than than just a food. People have to start to reframe themselves. And when they're shopping for photography, they have to come at it at that approach. You know, it is something that is not something you do all the time. And you're paying for the experience and you have to, to look at it that way, not like you're bargain shopping
0: in your in your grocery store. That makes total sense. And the I love the the difference between price and cost are two different things. I yes. uh, I've always gone up and thought about there's a great uh, men's fashion YouTuber that I followed and he talks about if you buy, you know, twenty dollar leather, black leather shoes, you're gonna be replacing those twice a year. But if you go out and buy a pair of three hundred dollar black leather shoes and take care of them properly, that's gonna last you your entire life. And mm. exactly. You're paying for that quality. You're paying for that. I, I love the that you use the word indulgence, um, because it does, it does, it is so comparable to an anniversary dinner. You're, you, you're so good with the metaphors. I love it. It makes it's,
1: stuff it's trying to relate, you know, to, to people. Cause it's very hard to break shopping habits for people, unless maybe you can give them an example where they're like, Oh yeah, I never thought about it, you know, and, in,
0: in in those terms. So, uh,
1: if that helps, I'm glad we can help some people.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and like you said, for the different prices and the different things, it's, I mean, it, there's so much that goes into it. The market that you're in goes into right. it so That's much. Right. That's right. Yeah. And
1: depending on where you are in the country, you know, these prices are going to vary. Uh, you know, um, you may wind up in your area, because it could be 600, it could be 800, it could be a thousand bucks, uh, depending on, you know, uh, what the solid photographers in the area charge that should be your expectation Mm -hmm. Um, you know and as i mentioned before comparing prices between photographers is like a useless thing. So don't go on websites and say, Oh, this person is charging me 500, but this is only charging me 200. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. And again, to use another one of my wacky analogies, like a ton. If I told you, if you were in the market looking for a home and I asked you, which one of these homes is the better deal? I have one home here for 250,000 bucks and I have another one here for 295,000, which is the better deal a ton. Oh, and that's all the info that I get. That's all that, you know,
0: <laughs> uh, I don't
1: know. You can't answer that question, exactly. right there's there's no answer. You don't know how many bedrooms are there in each child? How many bathrooms is one on a lake, mm-hmm. one in what town? or you know there it's not enough information to make a buying decision. right. So likewise, when you are on boudoir photography websites, if they do list prices, that means nothing. You cannot compare one that says, this session is five hundred dollars and this one is three hundred dollars, which you don't know. You have no idea what you're comparing um because you do not know what you're getting and i will liken this again to sort of like automobiles you know and and uh you know there are all these cars you can buy a mercedes and you can buy a, a honda they're all going to get you to the grocery store um so why do people spend you know eighty thousand dollars on a mercedes um in the universe of photography there are all different kind of products there are as you know in the, the wedding there were handmade wedding albums and mm. all the way down to you know mass-produced kind of a, a print album so right. if you see one photographer that is offering a session at 1100 bucks there could be some kind of handmade custom album involved and when you see the other photographer for you know 199 dollars, there could be some kind of a costco photo book where they're taking four right. by six prints and putting them. so it's it's not it, you can't compare the the prices of these things without knowing all of the details of what you're getting and that you know that takes that takes more work really to get into
0: mm-hmm. it does but it's the it's kind of on the consumer to to do that work, but again, if they want to have that those results, they have to do the work. They have to be willing to put in that work to have a great experience and to have something that's going to be so meaningful. That's right, and and it's work, and that's the, the point of this whole thing. It's it's a little bit, and you'll get you're going to get
1: out of it a lot more than you put into it. But it's not that easy to go out, and and this applies not just for for boudoir but photography in general. You really have to do a little bit of of uh, work, and nothing that makes it hard to shop for boudoir photographers is they use all kinds of bizarre pricing schemes and you'll go onto one website and they will have the bombshell package and the diva package and this package and you'll go <laughs> to another person and they're saying you can wear three bras and in this in, in this thing and two outfits in this thing it's, it's just so bizarre mm-hmm. um so there's no way you can you can you know com- compare and contrast these and and one thing that your listeners have to keep in mind when they're shopping for a boudoir too is it's not a time-based thing. Mm. You know, and think of it as you were going in for a haircut and you walked into your salon or or the barbershop shop and you go up to the counter for your appointment and, and the person sitting behind the desk says, Atan, what would you like today? The 10 minute haircut or the 20 minute haircut? <laughs> well clearly the 20. Well, you know, it, it's <laughs> you would look at that person and say, what the heck are you talking about? You know, because in in photography, you're paying for a result. You know, you are paying for not how long something is or how many bras you can wear, um, but you'll find this out there. You'll find photographers charging on these very strange kind of of packages and 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 that they have they have set up. And all that really matters in, like I said, boudoir is an experience. Um, as we talked about earlier, these women are coming in. It is about getting a makeover, which is fabulous for women. They're getting their hair done. They're getting you know all this makeup done and they're taking an afternoon and you, know, you shouldn't be charged on outfits. You shouldn't be charged on time. It takes as, as long as it's going to take. You may be there two, three hours, maybe a little bit longer doing this. And really the only thing that matters is what you're getting in on the end. You know, So uh, I would say avoid people charging wonky time-based or outfit-based packages, especially when you're shopping for, for boudoir. Look for simple, straightforward things. Avoid paying for things that you don't want. And that's another tip that we can give everybody today.
0: That makes all the sense in the world. It really does. So once they've once they've managed to kind of weed out the ones that they don't want, once they've managed to find the one that matches their aesthetic, that seems Mm. like they have straightforward pricing, that they are legitimate. They've been doing this for a while. Once all that's done, what's the next step that they should take?
1: Yeah. And this is something that in, in the 2020s or whatever year we live in these days, it seems something that people don't want to do anymore and that you've gone through looked at all these websites, you've, you've, Hey, this looks really good. This person has a great website. They look that the, they have really nice photos in there. They do not have weird looking packages. I've seen them on their Instagram and they've worked with dozens and dozens of women. They've been doing this for a long time. What's the next step? You pick up the phone and you call this person
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you say photographer and you have a, a conversation with them, you know, and another thing about finding the photographer for you is obviously you need to have a good fit with this person. Yeah. Um, your personalities need to, to be in alignment. Um, you know, and so when you have that conversation with them and say, Hey, what's it like working with you, you know, tell me a little bit about your session, tell me a little bit about what you expect from me, how long we're going to be there. Tell me a little bit about what goes on, what I need to bring. Do you offer makeup Is hair involved? Where are you working? You know, mm-hmm. and one thing about our photography, as we mentioned before is, you know, not everybody works in a, um, um in a studio and like i said you want to be a little bit wary of that now having a studio is fine but a lot of photographers have these little bedroom bedroom vignettes set up where they have like little bedroom settings in there mm-hmm. um you know some people work at hotels um you know they'll rent out a hotel suite and and you know do the, the sessions there other photographers work from home which is which is fine they may have a room or so in their house set up to do to do boudoir photography some want to go to your house and mm-hmm. and do photos there. To talk to them about their whole process um, you want to make sure that, you know, this person is a good fit for you. Everything sounds good if possible. And they're local. They'll be happy to meet you, set up a time, go meet at a Starbucks, go meet at a coffee. I would say if, you know, people are busy, they can't always do this. Have them bring along some samples of their work. Photographers mm-hmm. will always have sample albums and sample books to, to review this and, you know, get involved and and take that extra step
0: and, and go out and make that phone call to the, your prospective clients. Absolutely. The, the and the, the point of meeting them, like you said, and talking with them, and make sure that it's a good personality fit cannot be overstated. Mm-hmm. We always no. we don't let couples book with us for efficiency without meeting us to have a face to face conversation because that that vibe that that personality match is so crucial. And with something like boudoir, you have to make sure that that comfort is there. And That's right. You can't do that via Instagram DMs. No, and
1: you can't do it over text messages and and
0: not everybody is
1: going to be the person for you. And, you know, when you get to talk to this person? Um, you know, it may turn out that, you know, they're doing mostly black and white photos or something like we mentioned, and you didn't, you didn't want that. And so you can, before you find yourself into this, and like I said, you're going to be paying a lot of money. Um, so you want to make sure that this is, you know, you're picking the right person and, and you're going to be getting what you want and picking up the phone, uh, you know, I'm always talking to the people that are, are working with me, and it is an ongoing process. And when I am when I get my inquiries, usually it starts, you know, people are contacting me through my website, people are contacting me, um, you know, sometimes through email, mm-hmm. and picking up the phone, um, talking to them, finding out a little bit about what their occasion is, you know, are they getting is it for a wedding? Is it is it, you know, an anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, finding out exactly what they wanted? And then through this process, you can, you know, find out if this is the right photographer for you, but just people don't want to talk to anybody anymore. But this is a real important part of this uh, whole situation in finding the
0: right photographer. It really is. It really is. Mike, thank you so much. You have, you've given our listeners so many amazing points. And I mean, a real step-by-step guide to, to finding someone, to working with someone like this. I, I cannot thank you enough for all of this. This is awesome. (laughs) yeah thanks a thanks for me having uh having me on the show today and you know
1: ultimately what we want is women to have fun doing this because boudoir is a fun experience it takes a little bit of work but we want people to have a great time we want them to be safe we want them to have amazing results and you know ultimately because on their wedding when they're handing over that album to their husband you know it's it's we want it to have be a situation where it's it's going to keep a smile on his face for
0: weeks to come awesome that is oh i love it you're you're pulling on my heartstrings i love it and like you said anything that is worth doing is worth a little bit of effort and so they shouldn't be okay. afraid to put the effort in And if people want to expend a little effort to follow your journey where should they do that right. well um on my instagram is under
1: at michael cassidy and people are always messaging me on there. So if you're not even following me, have any questions about boudoir photography, please send me a message. I have no problem answering, and I get literally dozens of messages every month from people on my Instagram account. And even if it's something as, hey, what do you think about this photographer? Hey, what do you think about that photographer? Or it's even a simple question about boudoir, just send me a note. I'm always happy to help
0: people out there. Awesome. That is so fantastic. And then your website is mikecassidyphotography.com. That's me. So that's my main boudoir site. And again,
1: if you have any questions, you can go on mycassidyphotography.com. And there's a contact form on
0: there where you can send me a note. Perfect. And then the last thing that I ask all of our guests is what's something that right now doesn't have to be work related, but something that's bringing you joy? <sighs> you know, Anton, this is going to be the most boring answer <laughs> for... But-
1: i am such a busy person literally i'm on the go 24 7 and you know we were chatting a little bit before we started to record about this about this virus situation Mm -hmm. and if there is a a silver lining that has come out of this it has been the opportunity for me just to sit down relax slow down and take a little bit of personal time um, for myself I, you know, life is such a runaround, I found, uh, you, and sometimes you're so caught up in it. You know, it's this go, 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 go thing. So my joy over the past four or five weeks has been catching up on some sleep. You know, I've been able to stay home and and cook, and and as silly as it sounds, to be able to take a nap, uh, lay down on the couch and, and, and relax. You know, it really has been a joy for me to really push the pause button for a
0: uh, for a moment here. That does not sound silly at all, and as the as the parent of a four year old, I cannot oh. overstate the value of naps. <laughs> oh man, Mike, thank you so much. Thanks for having me today, Tom. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as one dollar a month by going to Patreon.com/slash Your I Do Crew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Not Wedding Wire Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages.
1: And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using
0: Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at
1: Thanks for listening and here's to love, laughter and happily ever after. Cheers.
0: I want to I want to I want hey! to Music credits are as follows. Song title I want to get married by artist D Cylinders from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.